Hello, and thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Zara Hussain, and I'm a partner in the litigation and dispute resolution team. Today, I'm going to be talking about Section 75 of the Consumer Credit Act 1974 and how it can be very helpful for consumers. The provision can be a lifesaver for consumers, but it is one which is not as well known as it perhaps should be. It applies when a consumer buys goods or services using credit, which is either offered with the product or it's paid for by credit card. Section 75 applies to transactions of a tripartite nature. It kicks in when there are agreements involving a debtor, which is normally the consumer, a supplier or retailer, and a creditor, which is often but not always a credit card company who provides finance for the purchase of a particular product or service. The goods or services bought must cost more than £100, but less than £30,000. If the supplier of the goods or services misrepresents them or breaches the agreement with the consumer, then the consumer may be able to pursue the creditor instead of the supplier using Section 75. Section 75 provides that the creditor is jointly responsible with the supplier for any misrepresentations and or breaches of contract relating to the goods or services which have been supplied. There is no need in these circumstances for the consumer to pursue the supplier first. This can be particularly useful in circumstances where the supplier has, for example, gone bust and is no longer able to provide the contracted goods or services. Turning now to examples of how Section 75 can assist. Well, one particular example of a scenario in which Section 75 may be helpful is in relation to the purchase of timeshares. A claim, might, a claim may arise in this context where the timeshare has been missold and or there have been breaches of the timeshare agreement and the timeshare selling company has since become insolvent. If the purchase of the timeshare product was funded under a debtor-creditor-supplier agreement that I referred to earlier, then a claim for misrepresentation and or breach of contract may be brought against the creditor instead of the supplier. Section 75 can be of particular assistance if the creditor is in the UK, but the supplier is based out of the jurisdiction. In that scenario, if the consumer has no luck with the supplier, then they can instead approach the creditor regarding their claim. An important benefit of Section 75 is that the consumer is protected for the entire cost of an item or service, even if only part of the cost thereof is paid using a credit card. This means that if a consumer pays a deposit in excess of £100 using a credit card, the entire purchase sum will be covered up to the uh, the tune of £30,000. If the cost of the goods or services exceeds £30,000, then protection is offered under Section 75A rather than Section 75 of the Consumer Credit Act in relation to breach of contract by the supplier. Section 75A introduces an upper limit for claims of £60,260. So it's almost, well, it's in fact, it's over double um, the limit under Section 75. Under 75A, the finance must be linked to an item or service by a formal debtor, creditor and supplier agreement. 
rather than just a purchase using a credit card in order for the purchase to be covered. In addition, the consumer has to show one of four things. Number one, that the supplier cannot be traced, that the debtor has contacted the supplier, but the supplier has not responded, that the supplier is insolvent, or that the debtor has taken reasonable steps, but not litigation, to pursue his claim against the supplier and has not been able to obtain satisfaction for the claim. I'm going to turn now to consider various factors that should be borne in mind when thinking of making a claim under um, Section 75. The Consumer Rights Act 2015 implies certain terms into a contract for goods or services. Goods have to be of a satisfactory quality, they must be fit for purpose, they have to be as described, and they must match any samples that have been provided. Services have to be undertaken with reasonable care and skill at a reasonable price and in a reasonable time frame. A breach of these requirements may constitute a breach of contract and thus give rise to either Section 75 or Section 75A claim. Due to the fact that the creditor is only liable for breaches of contract and or misrepresentations by the supplier under Section 75, the creditor will not be liable for breaches based on some other cause of action, such as breaches by third parties. This means that it is unlikely that goods purchased using PayPal will be covered because the transaction financed by the creditor is that between the debtor, i.e. the consumer, and PayPal, and not the debtor and the supplier. PayPal acts as the payment intermediary by transferring the money from the consumer's account to the supplier's account. Similarly, caution has to be applied with ticket agencies and online retailers that do not provide the things that they are selling, such as holidays. Again, such transactions are not usually covered by Section 75. The ongoing pandemic and its aftermath are likely to result in a surge of claims for breaches of contract, with suppliers failing to supply goods and services purchased. In these circumstances, reliance on Section 75 or Section 75A by the buyer may be possible. If you are facing problems with goods or services that you have bought, costing £10,000 or more, then Edwin Co. is well placed to assist. We have extensive experience of assisting consumers in making Section 75 claims, often as a group with others. We can advise on after the event insurance as well as funding for appropriate claims, so please get in touch if you are thinking of making such a claim. Thank you.